Welcome. This show is not for kids. Uh, but the content is pretty childish. Yeah. Courtney. And welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club. Yay! Yeah. A podcast where we make up words for things that don't have them. Yes. Might need words. They do need, yes, things that need words. <laughs> Gimme's here too. Yeah, the cat's meowing in the background. She's having a blast. Oh my gosh, she's having more fun with the food that we put out than any toy we've ever gotten for her ever. To be fair, we got her a new brand of food and the like the little kibbles are <laughs> a little bit bigger than what she's used to, so she definitely thinks that they're toys. She's playing marbles with them. It's so cute. Oh. I'm really happy because I'm this looking. This is a at- podcast where we narrate our cat's actions. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this all day. Oh my god, I could do this all day. Before the. <laughs> Okay, look at me. Yeah, okay. I'm over here. <laughs> look at you now. Don't focus on the cat. All right, zero again. Blinders. Yes, yeah. blinders. I was going to say that you seemed really excited today because it seems like you really like your words that you brought to the table. I do. I like my words a lot. Yeah. Mm. I actually like mine too. Good. I feel like we're delivering a good product here today, which oh, is cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Great A certified. Yeah. Angus USDA. beef. <laughs> <laughs> um, who goes first this week? Um... I think it's... I think it's me. You? Because you went last time. Or it could be me. Why don't you go first? <laughs> because I did it twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get started into our words, I just have like a little like small wonder of word thing. Yeah. Of word knowledge that I wanted to share that I waited until the podcast to share with you. Okay. So in my work, in my job, I'm a production manager for children's theater. And at the camp that we're doing, the kids are doing Mary Poppins. And did you know that the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is a made up word? Y- yes? <laughs> <laughs> By Mary Poppins. No. Okay. I, I know that's like, that sounds like a stupid thing. But like, okay. In the. <laughs> Go ahead. I know it's like made up by like the universe of Mary Poppins. Like the writers and stuff made it up. But like in the, in the show, like Mary Poppins like makes it up. You're right? saying like then in the fiction the of itself. Yes. Like, yes. It's not involves- just like. Right. In the in the musical version, it's not like she just comes out and is like, well, that's just supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. There's like a, a whole scene where she's like in this shop and there's like letters around and like there's a character named Mrs. Corey who like helps people come up with the right words for their feelings and like helps kids sort of like get in contact with their feelings and put words to them. And Mary Poppins is talking about how like, you know, you can always use the same letters twice and let's see how, what kind of word we can come up with. And she comes up with this word to express like the overwhelming amount of glee Aww. she feels just like in her life. And that is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. So what you're saying is that Mary Poppins is the OG word club member? Yeah. She's so, the proto word club? <laughs> so I drafted my letter to Julie Andrews. Yeah. And I said, Miss Andrews. 
please consider joining the word club. And she said no. Or more like, it's more like, please consider letting us join the word club that you already made a long time ago. Yes. I love how into Mary Poppins you are right now, too. Yeah, I'm really into it. You were like, how, you're more into it than the kids are, I, I think, know, at this point. How, more, how much more time before you actually just, like, push the kids off stage and jump on yourself? Oh, my God. <laughs> so today we had to figure out, like, the logistics of one of the kids' movement throughout a set piece where she's playing the statue that comes to life uh, in Jolly Holiday. And yeah. there's, like, we we're going to need, like, a spotter or, like, because we're going to have her, like, up really, really high. And we're like, okay, well, we could have a spotter or we could have somebody, like, help her down and i almost was just like <laughs> i was like if i get to be on stage i'm gonna do it i will do it i was, uh, I was about to be like well i'll get into a costume and be a park stroller for that amount of time and just like help her down and be in the scene and you know, maybe you I'll realize- stick around and sing a song or two. <laughs> you know, you can't reenact a Star is Born if it's a little kid's play. The Why agents not? aren't there. It's so They're un- not listening for the adults. The parents might be agents. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I really love that that woman pushed my child off stage <laughs> and wore the Mary Poppins hat and sang the songs for yeah. the rest of the play. So good. <laughs> she was she was the best part of it. <laughs> That's adorable. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So my first word is in this like same vein of delight. Yeah. Do you want me to, do we want to keep doing the game where we read the definition we come up with and we try to come up with a word or we say the word and we try to come up, or yeah, it was the saying the word and then. Saying the word and then having the other person guess. I do think so. And I will now do it too. I realize that I've been <laughs> saying like, okay, so what word is this and it means this. Yeah. Whereas you were being nice before by giving me time to guess. Right. And I was not returning the favor, so I will do that. Yeah. I don't think you're going to guess the definitions of my words, and I'm very proud of that. Okay. Okay. Great. So, my first word is Ferris. Like the wheel. Yeah, but it's not spelled like that. Okay. Uh, Ferris. How is it spelled? F-A-R-I-S. Um, Ferris is when you... Um, try to crawl really low on the ground and somebody says you're like a ferret. You're Ferris. That's really cute. Yeah. But no, no. that's not it. Okay. No. So Ferris is... Uh, also Anna Ferris. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's pronounced Anna. But... It, I'm giving you a hard time. I want to hear this word. Okay, so Ferris is a moment of joy that is so great it leaves you speechless, such as eating good food. <laughs> It doesn't necessarily have to be food. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. And then immediately became so you right afterward. (laughs) A moment of joy that's so pure and wholesome that leaves you speechless. Like bite into a real good burger. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I can like most, not accurately, but like most extensively talk about this like with food like everybody has experienced this moment where like the food comes out and like you're chatting with your friends or you know your partner or whomever your baby and you're chatting 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 you can't stop talking and the food comes out and you take one bite in your food and you're like oh this is good and you just can't stop eating because it's so tasty and you're so happy yeah and it's just like such a peaceful moment that you're just enjoying just the 
entire situation. You're enjoying the ambiance and the music and the atmosphere, the the food itself, the flavor, the people around you, the fact that you can eat a meal in quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess more just in generally like a, a situation where you just, it strikes you that you're living really good right there in that moment. Yeah. You just kind of have to sit back and re- reflect on it a little bit. Like, oh, this is good. Yeah. So I thought of this word because... Um, Ferris. Yeah. In other languages and in other cultures, there are so many other... Like, so many different types of words to describe things like joy and anger and sadness. Like, sort of our, like, core emotions. Like, they have so many different, like little trees of stuff that like don't translate to English. So yeah, I was sort of on this path of like, okay, well, what's something that's like sort of a complex emotion that's sort of a mix of a few things. And I was thinking like, it's, it's more joyful than peace, but it's more, and it's also more like energetic than bliss, but it's not quite as like exuberant as joy. It's kind of all of those things together. That's like, it's like thoughtful a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, it's delightful, but it's also, it's not like, it's not as sweet and sugary as delightful. It's a little bit more like. It's Ferris. Pensive and laid back. Yeah. It's a little bit more reserved because it's something that, you know, it's something that leaves you speechless. I love it. Is that a noun or like a adjective? Uh... Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> isn't that the test of all yeah. time? <laughs> and the sentence isn't my word is Ferris. Uh, and it's not it, the sentence isn't how did you feel today, Ferris? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it would be the same as I. I think it would be a noun. Yeah, like the emotion is Ferris. Right? Yes, joy. Yes, so like I'm... Melancholy. Ferris. Yes, so it's a noun that's like a descriptor of emotion. I guess the adjective version of this are like, if you were to do something with Ferris, yeah, then it would be like Ferrisly. Ferrisly? Ferrisly. Okay, cool. Rather than like Ferrisful, like Blissful or something. like. I sat be- back Ferrisly. Yeah, I sat back Ferrisly and enjoyed a cup of coffee while reading the newspaper. I'm 85. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that's great. I, I was saying it like as though it were in a book. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's good. I, I have memories like of back in school with friends where I would be like sitting on the bleachers and my friends would be talking and having fun. Mm-hmm. And I was always the quiet one. And like very occasionally, like I have memories from back then of when I would just kind of sit and it would strike me that like, oh, this is awesome. The weather is good. It's nice outside. My friends are here. I have friends. We're talking. Like, it just is good. It's like picturesque almost how good it is. Yeah, it's kind of like a light bulb moment in your life where you can just be like, oh, yeah, everything is great. (laughs) This is going to sound tacky, but this makes me want to, like, reflect more on the moments that are really happy when I have them nowadays. Mm -hmm. If I have a moment that's, that's... really good. I want to be able to sit back in Ferris. <laughs> yeah. And be like, oh, this is awesome. Or this like, is really nice. Recognize your Ferris. You yeah. know, like, I feel like I have these moments a lot, like, and you're going to say yours sounds tacky. Mine sounds like really cutesy. But like, when we are 
cuddling with our cat. <laughs> oh yeah, instant it, Ferris material. Like, instant Ferris, like because she's she's wonderful, but she doesn't like actively. Cho- she's not like a lap cat. She doesn't come and hang out on our laps all the time. She's kind of more playful. Yeah. So when she chooses to just come over and like get all cutesy and cuddly with us, I just sort of like taking a deep breath and I'm just like this is what life is all about <laughs> <laughs> instant Ferris Ferris critical mass <laughs> yes Kodak moment mm-hmm. it's good stuff want to hear my word yes I would love to hear your first so word. I have two obviously but one of them is silly and one of them is kind of like interesting I guess okay do you want to choose which one um let's do the interesting I guess one interesting one yeah okay this is cool by the way, you said earlier that uh, I will probably not be able to guess your words this time because yeah. you managed to mask them in the title of the word. Uh, I'm the opposite. No, we switched hats today. Yeah, we did. We switched hats. <laughs> my two words are going to be super on the nose. I worked really hard to make sure that my my words were just like, when I was thinking of my definitions, I was like, okay. And then like, so this makes me think, and I just take a deep breath and I was like, and that sound that came out or that I thought was the word. And I was like, okay, write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, I, I think my words are good. I'm not like saying I have bad words this time. No, no, no. But, but I I wrote these. I was happy with them and how they sounded. And I was also like, these give you what they mean on a silver platter a little bit. Great. <laughs> like, come on. I'm happy with it. I will get to yeah. win this game. <laughs> and also this word is super similar to your word that you just did and you'll see why in a second okay we're great. very much in the same wavelength here oh good um my word is omint 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 i can spell it if you want oh yeah <laughs> the spelling you can pick up what i'm doing here the spelling is o-h-h mint Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a moment when you go, oh. In a way, yes. That's basically <laughs> what it is. <laughs> On the surface, that's what it is. Yeah. The reason you go, oh, is a little more interesting to me. Okay, great. Go on. Um, Omit is the feeling in the very immediate moment of having your understanding of something completely altered, which blows your mind. It's like the immediate feeling of having your mind blown. <sighs> Fun. And the thing about an omen is that you sort of, like with Ferris, you have to sort of lean back and realize what's happening as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Omen is the same way. You have to express some mindfulness there. Yeah. As you hear or learn something that changes your view of something really drastically, Mm-hmm. If you're quiet for a second, you can almost hear your brain changing. You can almost hear like your mind going, <laughs> molding into something else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does that thing of like, you know, those toys that are like a one color and then you, uh, you, you toss it and it like flips it and <laughs> yeah. it becomes another color. It, it does that. It turns blue to orange. It yeah. does that. And if you pause right after you learn something amazing, you can like witness yourself learn something, which is super cool. Yes. So, um, isn't learning great as an adult? Like, can we just take a a quick moment to just like appreciate learning as adults? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're a kid, you hate going to school and school sucks. You don't take it for granted at all. Yeah. Homework is awful. And like, it just, it feels like learning is the enemy. But man, I love learning something new as an adult. Like, I love going to museums. I think we've already talked about this, but like, 
I love anything where I can learn something. It's so, so cool. You probably have had a couple of omens inside the history museum we were at. Oh my God. It gives me like, my omens get like, feel like chills. Like I feel chills like on my shoulders and like sort of my, like I kind of start to salivate like as though I want it more. (laughs) More. (laughs) so me. (laughs) Yeah, it is. God. (laughs) So, um, I had an omen recently. Go on. That, uh, kind of inspired me to write the, this word down. Okay. Uh, and I brought with me the things that I had an omen about, and I wanted to share them with you and see if you could also have an omen. Yes. Uh, these might be things you know already, but maybe the uh, listeners haven't heard it, and maybe they'll find it interesting. Like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious being yeah. a made-up word? Being a made-up <laughs> word, exactly. So um, the category of these omens are going to be uh, movie-making. These are movie-making moments because there is a lot of method behind the madness that you don't know about if you aren't like a film person. Mm-hmm. We're kind of we we were at one point film we people, were. so we know a lot of stuff. We've we've since not done that. <laughs> so I have three. I'm going to okay. scale them in the likelihood that you know what they are. Okay, great. Starting with one that you know what this is because I've talked about it before, but other people might not know what it is. And when I first learned about it, big omen for me. Okay, and that is Foley. Ah, yes, Foley is fantastic. You don't know this, but when you watch a movie, the dialogue that you're hearing from people's mouths is pretty much usually the only thing that was actually captured in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like they have microphones on the movie set and they do the action and they do the talking and they do the scene. The microphones are capturing voices, nothing else. So the other sounds you're hearing are footsteps, the sound of your clothing moving around as you move, you know, if you're Drinks talking, clinking in a glass. Yeah, the ice in a glass moving around. Uh, gun cocking. If you push something off a table, the slide and the crash, all of that is made by doofuses like myself <laughs> in a sound studio with a bunch of toys and props, literally fake making all of the sounds. This happens for every movie and every TV show. Every sound you've ever heard in every movie and TV show is fake as heck. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. I won't get what? too much into that because you know all that. I do know that, but I want you to, because you took a Foley class, I want you to really quickly just say, like, what was, what's your favorite Foley sound to make? Oh my gosh. Or what's your favorite Foley, what's like the most interesting one? Okay, so every Foley person, uh, and by the way, Foley is named after the person who came up with the technique of it, Jack yes. Foley. So, yes, anyway. Dave Foley, kids in the hall, we all know. <laughs> uh, every Foley person really gets excited when they get to do violence. Uh-huh. Because the sound of violence is really fun to make. Especially the gory stuff like blood splattering and knives going into people and punching and all the gory stuff. Because mm-hmm. you start to go to the grocery store and come to the studio with watermelons and bell peppers and pasta. And you make sounds with the fruits and the vegetables to simulate the sounds of bodies being dismembered and stuff. And it's the coolest thing. My personal favorite. Uh-huh is to make the sound of punching someone in the face so hard that their face breaks, is putting uh, dry, uncooked noodles into a rock chicken and <laughs> punching the chicken into the microphone. <laughs> Think about it. That's so fun. Yeah, and punching a chicken full of noodles. <laughs> Big old crack. Yeah. Also, um, ripping bell peppers apart sounds a lot like gory, dirty stuff, too. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so the next time you're cooking, guys, pay attention to the sounds. I remember one time I had to do a Foley and colleagues for a a tiger biting somebody. Mm -hmm. 
I took the biggest bite of a bell pepper you've ever seen me take. I ate like half the pepper in one bite. <laughs> I just went... <laughs> awesome. That's so good. Okay. Fact number two. Yes. I don't. You may know this, you may not. But because actors have such busy schedules, and because CGI is so, uh, you know, easy and doable nowadays, mm-hmm. very affordable a lot of the time... This is more likely in bigger pictures with, you know, more uh, more money in them. But a lot of times if you see a scene with multiple people talking to each other, mm-hmm. they have been shot in a green screen environment separately. Oh, okay. So if you can only get Robert Downey Jr. on Thursday, you can only get Chris Evans on Friday, uh-huh. you would shoot Chris Evans talking to a blank wall, and then you would shoot Robert Downey Jr. talking to a blank wall, and you would, like, composite them together... Wow. So they're talking to each other. That happens more than you think. I really only thought that they did that in The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> where she played the twins. That was groundbreaking. <laughs> it was groundbreaking tech back at the time. Yeah, it was. It was like 1998. Yeah. But like, you know when they would do it for an obvious effect. Like in, totally. In the Neutron, when uh, Jeff Bridges talks to Young himself or something like that. Yeah. But they'll also do it just for no reason other than they can't get the actors that day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And you won't know. It'll be completely seamless to a viewer. You would just think they were talking to each other. Right. And just imagine being an actor, you know, good enough that you can, like, have a really dramatic conversation and really emote to an actor that's not there. To no one. (laughs) And then they have to do it back to the person that will be you. Man. Cool, right? It's cool, but I can't imagine, like, changing direction in the scene. I know. I feel like that's got to be a big no-no in that arena. Yeah. Because then that changes what you've already shot with yeah. Scarlett Johansson or whomever, you know? Also, like, you've got to be word perfect, I guess. You yeah. can't, like, Im- improvise. You can't improvise. Otherwise, you're going to have a, a scene where it's like, hey, how you doing? Not much. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like my worst nightmare. Oh, yeah. my God. I'd be so terrified of that. It's like, okay, you have to know all of, like, do your lines word perfect, emote Wonderfully, it, it's doing a monologue. Yeah, you have to monologue. Yeah, you basically have to monologue to nothing. It's like your audition Just, scene. It's like an audition. <laughs> yeah, and auditions are the worst. Yeah. Here's the biggest thing. Okay. I really don't think you'll know this, and I'm hoping this will actually blow your mind. Okay. And this was the thing I saw that gave me my omen. Okay. Ready for this? Yes. You know how people have stunt doubles, and they have body doubles. Uh huh. Big actors also sometimes have voiceover doubles that will go in what and record the lines that they didn't get when an actor needs to go into a movie i thought that okay you're having an omen i can I, see it yeah i i knew well like go on go on go on yeah yeah, yeah. there's something in movies called adr which yes. is automated dialogue replacement this is like a movie podcast i guess it's where um if you said something as an actor, you said something in the movie, but they didn't get it, or they need you to record it better, or they need you to say the clean version for the TV version, mm-hmm. or something like that. You will go into a studio, watch the scene where you're talking, and say it again to your lip movements. You will try to say it exactly like you said it. I mean, exactly like you said it before. Yeah, some people are good at it, some people are bad. We had to do ADR for it project in college and one of my actors was really good one was really bad you could tell which one (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's hard to do yeah a lot of actors hate it a lot of actors will actually have in their claws that they don't do any adr Mm -hmm. if you need adr for the character you will use their voiceover double 
who is a voice actor. Who does an impression of them. Yep. Okay, so about a year ago, I watched this like little YouTube series called The Imp- uh, the impression guys mm-hmm. and it was it, it was fun I was trying to learn more about like being an impressionist and being a voice a- actor and stuff uh, and it was these two guys who are very famous voiceover artists and they had scenes like that where they would go into the booth and like they would do that as work like they would get hired to do like like oh yeah we need you to do some ADR for Christian Bale blah 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 and they were like okay great which version you know like australian christian bale english christian bale burly christian bale like whatever so that they could bring out their best christian bale and i kind of was like okay yeah but like that probably happens like what one in a million times like that's probably yeah. that's probably like based on a story that they have from like one time but that's an that's bananas that that's like a real life thing yeah and now that makes me feel like this industry like where do we live (laughs) yeah so the it happens two ways there are voice actors who are like really good at doing a lot of different voices for different actors Mm -hmm. and who will go in and you know be a pinch hitter but also big names have their own dedicated person who they trust like you you hear stories about how jeff bridges has his stunt guy that does all of his stunts and all of his movies and Mm -hmm. they're best friends uh same thing tom cruise will have his adr guy yeah that will go in and do ADR for him for all of his movies. Wow. I don't know if that's Tom Cruise's deal. Knowing him, he probably doesn't do that. He does it all himself. And Yeah. That is very, very cool. I definitely had an omen there. Yeah. I had several. I know it was like <laughs> it was like layers. It was like gears and a clock, like do 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 do. Yeah. That was really cool. Isn't that cool? That was great. And that's that. my word. Awesome. Can I give you my second word? Yeah. Okay. So my second word is fun. I don't think we'll talk about it for long because it's so universal. Okay. My second word is snib. Snib? Snib. Don't call me that. <laughs> S-N-I-B? Yes. Snib. That's a fun word. Okay. Um, <laughs> a snib does it sound like a bad word for somebody, but... Oh, really? To me, it does. It's like oh. damn snibs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like a slur. Oh, yeah. okay. But no, that's probably not what it is. It's um when you uh, unwrap a popsicle and you cut the top off, it's the little bit that's left. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, so good. I should redefine this. One day we should compile all like the best wrong, wrong, wrong uh, definitions. Yeah, yeah, and then make something up for it. Mm-hmm. So no, it's not that. It pales in comparison. But this is... When your sock falls off your foot and inches up your shoe. <laughs> yeah. That is a snib. Oh, we've all been there. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the word. Yeah. I mean, I have these, uh, you know, those like sneakers without laces that are coming back into style that my mom used to wear in the 90s, the Vans sort of style. <laughs> your mom and every mom. Yeah. Every yeah. mom used to wear them. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I guess... Steve Madden or Gucci or somebody made a pair recently, Mark Jacobs maybe, and like they came back into style like in a big way and now they're back and you can't see a lady walking around wearing anything but those mm-hmm. um, these days and they go with everything. Well, I got a pair recently from Target and they're great, but like I have to wear no-show socks with them, yeah. which means that I probably get a snib 
two or three times a day because I have wide feet. And so when you're walking around in a shoe that like is like loose and comfy and your sock is like supposed to be nice and tight, but you have a wide foot and nothing really fits, then, you know, slides right off your ankle and like shoots on up like right under. For me, it hangs out like in the ball of my foot, like mm-hmm. right under that my arch. God, it's one of the most mildly uncomfortable, unsatisfying, and, like, annoying things. Yeah. And when it happens in a place where you can't adjust it, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen before, like whenever I'm wearing tight shoes. Yeah, and then you have to go up over somewhere and like take your shoe off to do it. To yeah. Unsnib, to unsnib. Yeah, yourself. to unsnib. <laughs> and it's like, ugh. I have to go lace up and unsnib. Yeah. Socks are the worst. Whatever, you like your socks. I'm wearing big old fuzzy socks right now because my feet are so cold, but socks in general have a lot of problems and we need to make them better. Okay. I Tell suggest- me how. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know how there's footy socks, there's ankle socks, there's knee socks. Why don't we go like whole body sock? Just wrap like, us all around. Like a onesie? You know how there's socks and there's underwear and there's undershirts? I say we just wrap it all in the same thing. So like a onesie? Yeah, like an under onesie. An under onesie. So, like... Introducing the under onesie. An under onesie. Okay. Yeah. Well, it ha- So, it, it would be like a baby's onesie. Yeah, but like thin and wicking. Yeah. Wicking? <laughs> yeah, it wicks. Okay, it wicks. <laughs> I'm inventing as I go here, Introducing. Right? <laughs> Introducing. I can see that on the packaging. It wicks. It wick. <laughs> it no, do wick. It do wick. <laughs> And um, it'll have a hood. Okay. Which is going to look super weird. And you can close it all the way up if you want so that all that comes out is your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has little clear stuff on the front so that your eyes, you can see through. I mean, you can also just like close it all the way up so that it covers your eyes and your mouth. And so all that is. Well, there's a flap on the eyes, so you have to close the flap if you don't want to see anymore. Oh, okay. And then it has a zipper where the mouth is. Oh, <laughs> Jeez, this is something like terrifying. So, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like a morph suit, but like more terrifying with like yeah. eye patches and like a zipper for the mouth. Like, eh. yeah. Also, you have to visit a doctor to get it taken on or off. Ah! <laughs> uh, why aren't there just like little button snaps, like a baby onesie, like in the crotch and then like all up and down the legs? There are. Those are the only, there's a zipper for the mouth uh-huh. and there's uh, eye patches that you can open and close mm-hmm. and there's a little button for the winky and that's it. <laughs> button for the winky. Yeah. What about for the girls? Um, they had the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So we just have to try and pee out the winky hole? Yeah, you do. What? Do you have a problem with that? Yes, I do. Why don't we get our own hole? Because I didn't have time to make more than one, okay? Oh my god, this prototype sucks. <laughs> you have to wear this one. I don't want to wear it. You have to wear it and you have to zip it up and no. visit my doctor friend. He'll put it on and then you have to pee through the winky hole and he'll take it off. I don't want to do any of that. That sounds awful. <laughs> but you don't have to wash your socks and underwear and your undershirt in different loads. You can do it all in the same go. Yeah, but I'll be hot all day because it covers my entire body. It wicks. And it's summer... <laughs> That's not enough. <laughs> it would stop the snibbing problem, though. Yeah, it would. You want to hear my second word? I would love to. It's silly. Okay, go for it. 
The word is farcues. <laughs> I know what this is. I do it a lot. <laughs> when you fart, but you blame it on somebody else. Nope. Oh! <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's when you go over to a different room or a corner of the room to fart <gasps> and then come back. Okay, where does the cues come from in that? Excuse yourself. Oh, okay. I, it far cues me. I far-cues have to go over me. here. <laughs> Why don't you go far cues yourself and come back? <laughs> yeah, you're a little gassy. Why don't you go far cues yourself? <laughs> My favorite thing is to not be shy about it. And when we're watching TV, just go to the far corner of the living room and just kind of put it there and leave it there and then come back. But you don't just... Go to the far corner of the living room, put it there, and leave it there, and come back. Like our living room is not a traditional living room. We have a studio apartment, and so our living room is about ten feet wide, like <laughs> ten feet altogether. It also is our bedroom too. And is our bedroom. Yeah. So when you get up to farcuse yourself, you go over like essentially right next to the TV. So like <laughs> we're watching a show. <laughs> My eyes me? are directed that way. You go stand next to the TV. Put on a little dance and shake your ass. <laughs> have to get it and, all out. And smile as you fart. And it's like... <laughs> and then you come back. Yeah. And sit down. Which is really annoying if I'm really gassy after eating something that makes me really gassy. Then I have to go and do it like three times. Yeah, you get up a lot. <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to go back again. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> do your little dance. Do your little yeah, dance. Yeah, and here I am. Mm-hmm. I think it's the polite thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it's a le- polite thing to do if you can really control, like, when you disperse your farts. If Which you're most somebody, people can. <laughs> if you're somebody like me, and sometimes you just can't, like, you just, like, you're like, oh, I feel a fart coming on, and there it goes. You have no sphincter. <laughs> you have no sphincter control at all. <laughs> I do. I just, like, I think I just grew up in a household that didn't care if you fart around, like I never ever in my life thought that farting was gross. Like when you go through that period in middle school where everybody thinks that girls don't fart and girls don't poop and all that stuff. I was always one of those girls that was like, yeah, we do. <laughs> no I, one's going to spend I any time with did. you and then think that <laughs> they don't <laughs> fart. <laughs> so like, eh, I, I, I just, I let them rip. Yeah, Here, there, everywhere. Whether they're stinky or whether they not. <laughs> I let them out. Whether they cold or hot. <laughs> Dance for that. <laughs> that was good. Oh, man. I like that a lot. <laughs> Farcuse yourself. Farcuse yourself. Farcuse me. Farcuse you. Mm. So the words we have today are Ferris. Ferris. Um, Omened. Oment, snib, snib, and farcues, and farcues. Yeah, good words. Hey, I have something. Yeah. Thank you to Wolfpack for the song "Animal Spirits." It's our theme song. Yes. Thank you so much to them, and thank you to you, our listeners, for tuning in and listening to us. Yeah. Yammer about words and share and subscribe and all of that stuff. And do all that stuff and. Uh, stay tuned for the wonderful plugs that we're probably going to put after this. You just wait. Move over, Mark Marin. <laughs> oh, he's moving. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's moving. Over. He's over. He, yeah, he opened up a chair and pat his hand down. You know you know that move that people do when they move over? They pat their hand on the yeah, empty says, seat. Hey, sit next to like, me. Hey, you got this. Take a seat. <laughs> I get, this one's for you. Well, boys and girls, this one's for you. <laughs> 
us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WC Word Club. For more info about us and a full dictionary of all of our words so far, go to our website, wcword.club. 